Uh, today we're going to be reading from uh, Joshua chapter 4, chapter 6, and, and chapter 8. And we're talking about remembering things. How many of you guys have problems remembering things? Who's bad at remembering things? My hand is way up. All right. Amy's hand should be up. Good. All right. It's tough to remember things. That's why I have things to help me. My phone helps me remember things. I would be so lost. I wouldn't even show up for church probably. <laughs> that takes somewhat of a brain to, for me to remember to grab my phone so that it could remind me. But I have my appointments in there. I would be late for everything. I would miss everything if I didn't, if I didn't well, church I get. You know, I, I got that kind of down. I've been doing that my whole life. Plus, you know, it's my job. Um, but yeah, if I didn't have it, I need that to help me to remember. Who else needs things to help remember? Who, who else needs something to help you remember? Who, all right, you got moms that help you remember. They help. Amy helps you remember. Anybody write things down? Does that, does that help you to write it down? Huh? Ah, I was just going to say, does anybody write stuff on their hand so you don't forget your homework? Oh, yeah. And you're just like, hey, man, what's, oh, I have math homework. I got to go home. Okay, anyone done that? You like write stuff on your hands maybe? Okay. What are some other tricks maybe you use to help you remember? Yeah, I'll tell you. There you go. Write it down. That's a big one. Caitlin? Um, put, a, put a sign on your forehead. P okay. And well, then you have to carry a mirror around with you. And then you'd have to write it backwards so you could see it. That might be a little bit more work than, than it's worth there. <laughs> tell you there's something on your forehead. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're wondering, why do you have history written on your forehead? Oh, I got history all work. Got to go. Uh, just don't put like, you know, ha go to the bathroom. Make sure that you go to the bathroom. <laughs> Although, you shouldn't need reminders to do that. We have our own reminders that make us like... Oh, gotta go, okay? That sort of emergency, you're like, gotta do it right now, gotta go. Gotta find a spot. Yeah, what helps you remember? Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, Faith says that if it's really important, she'll write it in lipstick on her bathroom mirror, and then you stare at it, right? So when you go, every time you go in and you're looking at yourself, uh, like, like me, when I go in and just for hours and just stare at myself and sculpt my hair, and, 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 and sculpt my face. And then I take my face off and I put another one on. When I do those things, if I, if I have it written down, I'll, no, later, later. You don't want to see that. Uh, I, it'll help you remember, okay? So those are great ways to, to help us um, remember things. Well, remembering things was vital to Joshua and the Israelites too. Who's Joshua? Besides you. Nope. Yeah. You're a girl named Joshua. Well, nice to meet you, Joshua. Have good luck with that. Yeah. Good. Nice way to say it. Moses' apprentice. Yeah. He was like his Padawan. All right? From like Star Wars. All right? His Padawan learner. He had the braid and everything. Yes. Moses passed the lightsaber to Joshua. Joshua took over. He, he helped lead the Israelites after Moses had died. All right? So it was important for them to remember. But how many of you guys know that they forgot things all the time? Like the story that we just read about how they crossed the Jordan. Didn't they already cross water? Didn't they already have water just like split open for them? You guys remember that? Right when they left? Yeah, and, and water, the Red Sea just split for them. And then when they came to water, like, what are we going to do? They forgot. All right? They forgot. How about my favorite forgetting? is in the Bible when it talks about 
Remember how Jesus fed the 5,000? Did you know that he also fed 4,000? There's two separate stories. It's like, you read, it's like the same thing. Israelites are like, or his disciples, what are we going to do? Dude, he just fed 5,000 people like last week. What are you talking about? They totally forgot, okay? So it's not just the Israelites and, or, or us that forget, but we need reminders. Now, Joshua used different items to help the Israelites remember times that God had come through for them in a big way. Now, let's take a look at a couple examples, and I'll show you what I mean, Okay? So far in the campaign, in their travels, Joshua and the Israelites had experienced a great deal of success and victory. But Joshua was smart enough to, uh, to know that remembering what God had done for them would help them trust God in the future. Does that sound smart to you? Yeah. Yeah. And so when God performed the miracle that allowed them to cross the Jordan River, like we talked about, the people, remember, they grabbed the 12 stones and they built the altar, the memorial. And it took 12 stones from the middle of the river and carried them to where they camped that night. And Joshua had them pile the stones up, and he said this. We will use these stones to build a memorial. In the future, your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? And then you can tell them, they remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the ark of the Lord's covenant went across. All right, so them building these stone monuments is just like taking your lipstick and writing it on the mirror. To help you remember. So that, and the purpose of that is so that when generations go by and the children's children see these rocks, be like, Dad, what, what's with the rock? And then their kids can, uh, the fathers can say, well, son, when we were, when we were leaving, following Joshua, uh, God opened this river so that we could cross it. And we made this memorial so that we would never forget that. Okay? That's a great way to remember things. So they used the stones. Now, Joshua had built the altar so that people would always remember what God did for Israel by stopping the Jordan River. But that wasn't the only time that Joshua encouraged the people to remember and honor God. Now, after the Jordan crossing came the Israelites' first epic battle, the Battle of Jericho. Yes, the Battle of Jericho. And in this battle, they followed God's instructions. And by God's power, the city's walls fell down. By them singing that A flat minor, if you remember. Ah, remember, it was like, run away, as the walls are coming down. All right? The Bible also tells us that when the walls came down, the Israelites took the things made from silver, gold, bronze, iron, and kept them for the treasury of the Lord's house. Now, they took the best things, the valuable things from this city, and gave them to God. Because so they went through and they were going through all the rubble. be like, oh, here we go. That's nice. There we go. All right, let's put this. And so they kept it in God's house to also help remind them of what had happened. And I'm sure that every time they saw these things, every time that they saw some of these items here, they were reminded of how God helped them in the battle of Jericho and gave them confidence that God would provide in the future. I'm going to tell you about another time where Joshua and the Israelites stopped to remember God. Now, after the battle of Jericho, Israel found another group of people that God wanted to defeat. So they just beat the Canaanites and defeated Jericho. The walls are down. Here we go. Got another fight. God then, God, here's what God said to Joshua. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Take all your fighting men and attack Ai. 
For I have given you the king of Ai, his people, his town, and his land. Now that's a great word to hear right before you go to battle, right? So right before you go into battle, God tells you, I got this. You're going to win. I'm going to deliver them at your hands. So God then told Joshua how to fight this battle, and Joshua formed a plan. This is really cool. First, he divided his army into two groups. The first group consisted of 30,000 of Joshua's strongest fighting men. Okay, 30,000. All right, and the second group would be men commanded by Joshua himself. So we got 30,000. Eh, that's, that's an okay number. It's just 30,000 like beefy dudes, okay, ready to go in the battle. So you got 30,000 beefcakes, all right? And then you got the rest of the guys. The rest of the guys were going to be commanded by Joshua. He was going to lead them, all right? The odds sound pretty good so far. Now Joshua sent the first group out at night with instructions to hide behind the city of Ai and wait for the signal. And later that night, Joshua led his party of the army to the front of the city. He wanted his group to be seen. All right, so he's got his 30,000 behind, and then he's got his group out in front. He wants the enemy, the AI guys, to see his, his group. Okay? So the next morning, the king of AI woke up and saw Joshua and his army out in front of the city. And he quickly gathered his army together and rushed out to attack Joshua. Ah, here they come. All right? But instead of fighting, Joshua and his soldiers retreated to the wilderness. Run away, run away. All right, so they, they came out and they retreated. What, what's going on? Why would they do that? They, they obviously have the advantage here. Okay, so the, the men of Ai thought they had scared the Israelites and began to chase after them. In fact, the Bible says that all the men of Ai emptied out of the city to chase the Israelites. All right, so they all ran out after them. <clears throat> so they left. So they're all gone. Now what's happening to the city? It's, it's, it's unprotected. Okay? So they all left chasing after the Israelites. Let's get them! All right? What the people of Ai didn't know was that they were falling right into Joshua's trap. The town was now wide open to attack. And at that moment, God spoke to Joshua, and he said this. Point the spear in your hand toward Ai, for I will hand the town over to you. So Joshua stands on the rock, and he points the sword, or points his spear. Joshua obeyed and pointed his spear towards the town. This was the signal that everyone was waiting for. This was the signal that those other 30,000 beefcakes that they were waiting for, okay? They were waiting for this. The huge group that had been hiding behind the city wall at this time saw Joshua's signal. They jumped up from behind their hiding places and they rushed into the city. Ah, go! They rushed to the city. All right? In no time, they captured the city and parts of the city were on fire. Joshua and his army stopped running and turned around to fight. And the group that had captured the city we're now coming to join him in battle. The men of Ai were trapped with the Israelite army on both sides. This is the ultimate monkey in the middle here. <laughs> All right. So they're running. They think they're going to attack. I'm like, 
you know what, this is probably a bad idea. They turn around and look, and here's 30,000 monsters. Ah, these big, huge guys running after them. Like, we're, ah, we're like a big Oreo, man. We're stuck in the middle. What do we do? They were stuck. The men of Ai were trapped with the Israelites on both sides. Soon, God provided the Israelites with the victory, and they had won. And when the battle was over, Joshua gathered the people together and built an altar to the Lord by piling up stones. It's a nice little altar that they, and they would burn. Yeah. The sacrifice, they would, they would sacrifice there. What is in there? I don't know. Probably like a nice cow. Then they all had like T-bone steaks afterwards. Just kidding. That didn't happen. Okay. So after, present, after presenting burnt offerings to God, Joshua copied all of God's instructions to Moses onto these stones. He wrote them down. Then Joshua read God's instructions and rules to the people. And once again, Joshua and the people stopped to remember what God had done for them. Joshua knew the importance, Joshua knew the importance of remembering things that God had done for the Israelites because he knew that if the Israelites had forgot the things that God had done for them in the past, they might not trust him to come through for them in the future. It's important for us to remember the same things. If God answers a prayer for you, write it down. Remember it. That's why whenever I had my, my experience with God, when he spoke to me, I went home and I wrote, I wrote it all down. I typed it all out. Okay? When God answers one of your prayers or something that you've been praying for for a long time and, and you see God answer it, remember it. Write it down. Write it somewhere. So that the next time if something happens, which it will, when something else happens in your life, you can go back and you can read. You know what? When I had this issue earlier, God came through. He helped me out. Where are some other examples written down that we can go and remember what God has done? What's a way that we can remember what God has done? Yeah, Amber. There you go. This is the ultimate reminder right here. Everything is written down right here. It's all written down. And you can read it over and over and over again. If you want to read that story that I just shared with you, you can read it. All you have to do is go home and read Joshua chapter 8. It was an 8. Okay? Go home and read that. And any of the stories that you've heard or learned about in kids' church, you can go home and read them. They're right here. The ultimate reminder. This is the ultimate lipstick on the mirror. <laughs> all right? It was a great example. Thank you, Faith. It was a great example. A great example, and, and it's important because if we don't read our Bibles, if we don't read, if we don't come to church, we're going to forget what God has done. If we didn't have church, if you guys didn't come here, if I didn't stand up here, if I didn't prepare all week to teach you guys, if we, I didn't do that, okay, and if you didn't come here to listen, all right, the things that God had done would be forgotten. It's the reason why it's been over 2,000 years, even more than that since this story happened, that we're here, okay, almost six to 7,000 years later, still talking about Joshua. Is that amazing? I mean, think about that. Think about that. It's, it's over, you know, it's over 7,000 years old that, we, that these things have happened, and we're still talking about them today. That's, why, that's the importance of that. We don't want to forget what God has done. Let's bow our heads and close.